0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hey, Sidework listeners. Brooke and I are super, super excited to announce our merch is finally here. We have one super cool ringer tee, two posters in two different sizes available now. Go to Instagram, hit that merch bubble. See what size you might want See what poster you want If you're interested Go ahead and DM us for details Or go ahead and email us At sideworkpod at gmail.com And we'll get that order rolling Yeah, we're kind of like a food cart right now guys We're doing it kind of old school um, Scrapping it together But we want to send you that merch for now For the holidays whenever you want it We love you guys We're so excited to push this out To make this available for you So head over to Instagram and check it out I know. I know. We're supposed to intro like after we start, like after not from the beginning. But I think if if you guys are just joining us, we're just wrapping up our David Anders (laughs) interview, which is not true. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes uh, in in the pandemic world, we've all been faced with the challenges that uh, the digital world uh, combined, you know, colliding with it. uh, Yeah, makes us all crazy. Makes us want to pull our hair out and light things on fire. Oh yeah,
0: light your hair on fire. That too. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I, um, uh, burn your hair, man. I was not working.
2: I was born with this six-head lady. You got that? <laughs> me and I Neil know. Me and Neil Patrick Harris. Since I've birth. got
1: a, I just learned what that was. I just fucking learned what that was. It's a five I head. Know. I
0: call it a five yeah, yeah. head. You can go all the way up to eight
2: if you want to. You can. Further.
0: <laughs> but but the but the deal is I've got a three head. I've got a little one. You did, man.
2: Pull them back. Uh, it's, pull, pull back
0: That's it.
2: Well, yeah. What is
0: it? It's not that much. It's not that oh, much it's real inches. estate. It's, yes. it's, is that what that means? Yeah,
2: so like <laughs> it looks like I'm receding. So like my me and like my buddy Ethan Embry, we have the same we have the same hairline. His is his is more so, but he's had it since he was like 6. A, chi- so, a child. And it hasn't gone anywhere. Um
0: it's it's very for anyone listening, uh we're talking about your forehead uh that thing no, you know five that, that.
2: to seven head <laughs>
0: yes and david's a five to seven head i'm a three head andrea i think you've got a forehead head. I, have, I just got a forehead wait w- is that
1: wait is that why they're called f- wait we, we okay we just blew your mind <laughs>
0: also i have to say it was about a 25 25 minute uh tech gambit with david who then was who dared to dared to um criticize my computer uh, accusing me of a refurbished dell Dude, she got, uh, a, she got a refurbished I... dell down there at the <laughs> sloss <Swipe> and <laughs> me But it reminded me of a true story While I was waiting tables in Brooklyn We had one of those regulars Who always sold something Usually drugs to all the bartenders (laughs) And one day he came in with a special And he's like, hey I got a hot, fresh batch of brand new Dell laptops. I'm going to be selling them for $400, $400 a pop. And I didn't have my own computer still at that point. And I took my waitressing tips and I handed him a wad of 400 bucks and he walked in and gave me a Dell with a scratched off serial number.
2: Fresh batch of Dells. Oh yeah. Straight straight out of a Subaru Outback.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) You know, and here's the thing we'll, we'll kind of get into the normal flow of show. Today is a different day. Usually, we dedicate the entire show to the topic of waitressing, bartender, cafes, counterworking. but we are charting new territory and going to enter a two episode exploratory uh podcast about retail because you guys are I, I know
2: I prepared I prepared only restaurant shit.
0: Oh, you're a liar. Stop I, it.
2: I absolutely am, because I couldn't get arrested as even a bar, It's true. That's why you brand.
1: premised with your, with your failed POS system, if you will. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> well, everybody, welcome to Sidewalk Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, guys, I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And joining us today, causing a ruckus, he's a bit of a bad boy, wearing (laughs) sunglasses.
2: That's that's Macklemore in the next room. Sounds great, buddy. (laughs) Sounds great.
0: But we've got joining us for the podcast First time guest uh, You might know him from TV shows like Alias, Vampire Diaries Oh my god, iZombie But most importantly, he worked at The Gap Everybody, welcome David Anders Hello, David
2: Thank you very much Thank you so much Can I interest you in a a stone Or shale
1: colored khaki? A khaki (laughs) I'm looking for a. I am looking for a flat front, typically. You're looking for a flat, flat, front? flat front. You're looking
2: for a flat front. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are you are opposite of Faye Dunaway, who called in one time and demanded, "I'm." She said these words to to our manager. She said, "This is Faye Dunaway. I am going on safari tomorrow, and I need ten <laughs> pair of pleated front stone colored khakis, size eight, delivered immediately." <laughs> and like. <laughs> the manager looked around and everybody's like is this bullshit or is this this i mean this sounds no no more wire hanger type shit so uh she was like um gang we don't do this deliver clothes to people but this is this is Faye Dunaway. who wants it and i was like i do and i took it
0: i love too that she probably just hung up with no address. She's like, everyone yeah, knows totally. where Faye Dunaway lives.
2: Cut to like two, three years, two years later. Me and Faye Dunaway, or, or as we like to call her, Dun Fadeaway were sharing the screen together.
0: <gasps> that oh, is some, now
1: full circle. It really is. All
2: I could say to her, because I was so, still so scared, was, how, how, how did those pleats work out for you in, in Ghana? Where, where yeah. <laughs>
0: hopefully you didn't experience any camel toe.
1: We just want to talk about a fun little tweet that came in. Brooke, you want to read this? This is pretty great. This is
0: from one of our new listeners uh, who is bordering on uh, the side of Stalker. At Rage Room, and we we know you. We love you. You are a killer tweeter. Hopefully not just a plain old killer. But uh, he, he texted, just saw... Sorry, he he tweeted, just saw a hungover server, realized they forgot their mask on the way into McDonald's, went back to the car, and came back with their server apron tied to their head as a replacement. And all I can think of is how god-awful that smell must be.
2: Gotta respect it. Gotta respect that, Moxie, because his... his uh, modus operandus, I don't know words, uh, was to fucking clock in on time.
0: Well, and I Eat. do have questions. It could have been a hungover server on their way to shift who needed McDonald's, but was oh, not Yeah, McDon- That's I how I'm picturing feed it. Feed the hangover. Feed the hangover. Feed uh, the sure. hangover. You gotta get a hash brown in your face. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, Yeah. But- I, mean,
2: I was tying whatever around my face when I was like, Dude, I've already had this thing, so uh, I'm through <laughs> it. I I got it like March like fifth or sixth or I, I don't know wow. when. Wow. So, were you on
0: Were you on set before it all got shut down?
2: Brooke, I'm always on set.
0: Yes, I'm um, sorry. I'm-
2: <laughs> the whole life's a set. Uh, <laughs> that was updated. She- Bill Shakespeare's what that was.
1: that's really bill bill shakespeare the second man in the world to get the coronavirus vaccine (laughs) (laughs) did you hear that that was the guy's name the second person was william william shakespeare is his name Mm -hmm. the second person in the world to get the vaccine
0: (laughs) i do have to say that this might also be a little bit of a, a workaround that they discovered if you have a hangover Tie your apron to your face That might snap you Right out of it With some of those odors Emanating from your work apron You're like Okay that was like a Some smelling salts I'm back I'm back baby Wow Well real quick Top of show business Guys Merch Join our Patreon Sway. We do live Swag, <laughs> baby. We do live streaming shows on the Patreon. We live, no edits. It's video. It's just us, baby. And we have four new Patreon members. I'll thank them real quick. Shout out to Avery Lens, Lauren Galupo, Chris Suttle, and Leela or Leala. I'm not sure. It seems like Leela Grindstaff. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, our all right, guys, thank so much. You guys are awesome. We have a few headlines before we jump into some server-submitted stories. But, um, David, did you see that a local restaurant owner here in the Sherman Oaks area um, went viral this past, I think, Friday because of all the shutdowns here in Los Angeles, indoor and outdoor? Her business is not going to fucking make it. And yet, to add insult to injury, a film crew had rented out the parking lot next to where her outdoor dining is shut down. And under the under the crafty tents, they had outdoor dining for everyone working on the film crew. Sure. And I mean, she fucking lost it. And for good
2: reason. Sure, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just... And, like, it is to be noted that there are very different rules for restaurants versus film crews, but the irony, the fucking insult, slap in the face of watching people eat unmasked literally 10 feet away from your independent business that's dying she fucking lost it and everyone could yeah. relate and just their I, hearts went out to her
2: i just i hate politics more than i hate myself that, I, that's why i don't have <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> any mirrors there are no mirrors in my house because i, I, I died i don't like that guy and, and and my mother was a politician and All we Uh, talk, all we talk is politics, but like when like little wrinkles like that are like, it's just like, can you just fucking be a human and look at it with some rationale? I mean,
1: this is on the same level. And to kind of trumpet a a testing site here in L.A. got shut down so they could film a remake of She's All That also (laughs) happened. (laughs) Which we all know nothing can
0: top the first cheese, all of that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> were, were you in that? All right, guys, let's get going with some server submitted stories.
1: Stories.
2: I want to be served.
0: <laughs> you do want to be served. <laughs> We're really good servers. Okay, this one coming in. Here we go. I just started listening to to the podcast and I started from the beginning. So I'm not sure where to send this story, but I thought maybe this was a good place. (laughs) Oh, you mean the email (laughs) that we tell everybody to send their stories to? (laughs) We got Uh, it. It You did it. It was a good place. Okay. I'm the manager of a coffee shop, and our lobby is closed right now because of COVID. And so we had this woman walk up to our drive through today on foot for a refund. She was belligerent. She was cussing, yelling at my staff. So they called me over, and as I'm giving her a refund, she's being a huge C-word to me. So I got a little petty and snapped back at her, and she fucking lost her mind. She reached through my window and knocked the POS system onto the ground. And then walked around to my <laughs> patio and threw a chair at my window. That, that's, that, a, that's when the C word
2: becomes uh, you use the UNT part of that word. Use it, the whole is, thing.
0: it is OK to see you next Tuesday all the way, baby. You know what I'm saying? So the best part is the cop said they can't do anything, even though she's on video and I have her license plate. But because there was no real damage and she's from out of state, they didn't do shit. Just thought (laughs) I would share the I just thought I would share the madness that is the holiday season. It's starting Already love the show. Can't wait to catch up. And I don't have a name wow. on that one. Wow, <laughs> I mean that absolutely sounds like a Starbucks. Considering they have a walk-up or drive-through window, it's, it's yeah. probably you know a chain of some sort. But that is those customers technically are a little more high-strung than your like neighborhood like five-dollar cortado loving. Like I go to this. <laughs> I go to this place called Little Ripa. And it's, uh, it's all Australian surfers. And, it, and it's a life. big ripper. Every,
2: every, every
0: coffee is uh, 18
2: to $22.
1: It is. There's it's a little ripper when you drink it, but it's a big ripper when it comes yeah. out. That's how I. Yeah. Every, every, every,
2: every sip tastes like Bondi beach. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, this is people are I feel like this would happen whether or not there was a pandemic. I feel like this shit is just the kind of typical shit that happens a lot when people are pissed.
0: The fucking like pushing of the POS system is very real, though. Yeah. That's violent. It's it's the first thing you can reach. But I do think it's less aggressive than trying to grab someone's headset, you know, and like yeah. choke them with it. But yes, it is a it is a
1: hot mess of a start to a holiday season, if that's What? Someone's like, someone's beef about their peppermint latte. (laughs) Next story, guys. Here we go. Hello, everyone. My name is Erica, and I've been working in and out of the industry since I was 12 years old, from busing to covering tables as a floater. So I've noticed you might have been interested in other viewpoints and thought you maybe would like mine. I'm a high-functioning autistic mixed-race woman with ADHD and dyslexia to boot. I wasn't diagnosed until college with a dyslexia and autism, which stems from how autism testing until recently was based on studies done on men and not women, which is why you see more women getting diagnosed later in life, which I thank you for reiterating that but yes I did know that um, so in the industry I was a key person since I was able to camouflage my symptoms and use it to my advantage I can multitask like a champ and remember everything for example when I was working in a fast food at 3am on Cinco de Mayo having naked customers wearing nothing other than sombreros order food uh, as I acted completely normal and took care of them my co-workers dogged on me and said why didn't I act or do anything. I was like, I'm not the manager, not my monkey or my circus. (laughs) (laughs) Plus they paid with a card, so what do I care? (laughs) If you'd like more funny mishaps or... Struggles of what it's like being an autistic person in the workplace. Please let me know. Love the podcast. Godspeed and good health, Erica. Wow, (laughs) fuck yeah, Erica! What a great POV for us to have. This is, I I mean,
2: I'm still It's like you're in the
0: perfect. Yeah. that
2: that monkey. I I ain't your monkey or your circus. Yeah, yeah, not my monkey. Not my
0: circus. She just eyes eyes on the prize, (laughs) and and that is like I do think it's a really interesting point point she brings up where. The ability to stay focused on the task at hand, it can be such an advantage of you know, something that you might struggle with in other scenarios but really shine with in the service industry, which is amazing. Yeah. and I yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that, and I'm so glad I found this email because Erica, yeah, girl, we want we want to hear more stories, so please keep oh, yeah. sending them.
2: This is my server submitted story. Hi ladies, I love hearing you guys bitch. Your show is excellent validation for all of us who just keep finding ourselves back in restaurants and and for all of the anxiety I felt over the years. Anyway, my name is Andrew. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, and I've been serving for different restaurants in the area for about 10 years. Because this area is weird as fuck, I have a million stories to share. <laughs> so I kind of fell into my first serving job. I, I was 19. I had been working at McDonald's, bing, bing, for almost three years. <laughs> but I decided <laughs> to take my leave after one of my fellow managers teased me. Tased. Tased. Tased me. Tased me as a joke. As a joke. (laughs) Luckily, a new restaurant was opening in a shopping mall in the area. I applied along with a friend of mine to be bussers. They were hiring basically anyone. So we got hired on the spot. This place was super upscale, especially for the area. Youngstown is exceedingly blue collar. But thanks to old school mafia ties that still linger to this day, there are some very, very wealthy Italians in the area and many that like to pretend that they're rich. (laughs) Which would turn out to be our main clientele because most locals find the place to be too fucking expensive. (laughs) I swear this will be important later. Anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, Anyway, they had a huge opening team and gave us two weeks of paid training. They were super legit, and I was all about it. But I was a busser. So, so, well, technically, I was a guest assistant. (laughs) So other than busting tables, bringing bread, and getting the occasional refill, I had fuck all to do. I was (laughs) apparently the best at it. Uh, (laughs) And because I was... The only one not tripping on Xanax, they decided to make me the trainer and fast track me to server after that first week open. Yeah, baby. How hard could it be? Well, as I would come to find out later. Hard as fuck. Uh, (laughs) This place was fucking insane when it came to server tests. Not only did you know have to know all of the 50 item wine list, but you had to know every ingredient of every dish that we served in case anyone had an allergy. I was 19. I was 19. I didn't know shit about wine. I didn't know what the fuck Hikamo was. I was about to give up if if it weren't for my for my saving grace that came in the form of a 67-year-old cokehead named Ron. They're all named Ron, aren't they? He was (laughs) my manic Sherpa who led me up the mountain of (laughs) serving. Thanks to Ron, I passed my ridiculous serving test and officially was on the floor. Yes. I immediately found out two things. First, I was really fucking good server. And second, serving is stressful as fuck. I was pouring sweat throughout every shift. I I, I thought it was just because of the wood fire grill that was the right behind our server station. Okay, so on my third week of serving, we had a VIP come to sit in my in my section. I was I I was game because I was on a shitload of uh you know what Trump's on Adderall and had nothing to lose. I I I came to find out that the person coming in was the owner of the the um the restaurant. And uh she's in a mall, which means that this was in fact the owner of the entire mall complex. A man with a local, a man with a locally famous and very Italian name, who may or may not have even indicted, been indicted for white collar crimes, a time or two. Well, fuck. Okay, let's let's put our game face on. This is our this is the final stretch. He ordered the most expensive items and essentially ordered the entire menu throughout his entire three hour meal. They made certain that he was only take. The only table that I had that night, so I was his bitch for the whole evening. And a good bitch I was. I gave that (laughs) fucker whatever he wanted. I wanted his dirty money. So after their intense meal, he asked me over and pulled out a cigar. He asked if he could smoke in the restaurant. I says to him, I says, technically, no one is allowed to. I think it's like a $5,000 fine or something like that. And he says, fuck it, I'll pay that. And <laughs> lights his cigar and proceeds to smoke the whole thing in an open restaurant. <laughs> Fucking iconic, this guy. <laughs> People wonder why I'm a socialist now. Anyway, after smoking his cigar, I gave him the bill. It was over $1,000. And he gave me a $300 tip. I was 19, remember. He said that I was a good kid and thanked me for my service. And he was arrested for a criminal conspiracy <laughs> two weeks later. Good times. Thanks for reading my super long story. Godspeed and good tips, Andrew. Yes. Good stuff, Andy a bit right a bit <laughs> a bit long-winded but um <laughs> uh well written um it, speaking of writing i actually write uh, i that the fellow you're talking about who's still in the pen uh is my pen pal I mean,
0: oh that is that is such an amazing coincidence <laughs> david really yeah how so just that we're i'm um, i'm i'm joining in our make up. Come on, let's do some make ups, and then we gotta move on. <laughs> Guys, thank you as always for sending in your server submitted stories. And you can send us anything holiday related. We really, really want that over the next few weeks. Think about you know everything that goes crazy around the holidays leading into New Year. It's not really party exactly. Crazy
1: people, big reservations, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So not to mention, perfect. this is usually when most people are making all their fucking money for the holiday season. Oh, and we all
0: know that's not happening it's so this year. Sad and depressing. But uh send them to us. Yeah, right? Sideworkpod at gmail.com. Today we are moving into the topic. Okay, this is the service industry's half sibling retail. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> what,
2: what 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 the fuck is retail?
0: Anyway. What is yeah? It? But also, what isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. I I have mm-hmm. to beg that question. Um, Andrea, I've never asked, or maybe I don't recall. Have you had any retail jobs? Uh, I mean, I do
1: skincare for a living, which is, you know, my I'm still in the service industry, but there's retail involved. So it's like a real mashup, it, you know, yep. of like my former server bartender self and then the the mall rat worker. I never was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I do I do sell retail as part of my job. So and it's it is an intimidating uh, task. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie because people. People wanna be sold shit, but sometimes people don't wanna be sold shit and they'll fucking tell you to your face
0: that they don't wanna be sold things. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't have to get weird about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just try like to. I'm just here for to help you Do if I need it. Job. <laughs> um so David, I'm gonna kick it off with a few facts and figures because I didn't know this, did a little just just basic research on retail so retail is one of the job sectors in the u.s that employs 29 million americans Mm. that's twice the amount of people who serve food and beverage And I know, which is kind of mind blowing, but there are a lot of different tiers of it. So that's why it accounts for a lot more folks. So, you know, and retail can account for all sides of retailers, basically from direct sale to customer, that sort of experience, all the way up to the big box stores. Um, I think the stat that I've just quoted of the 29 million people, it's probably every facet of retail. So I if think, we're talking yeah, about Yeah, corporate right? and
2: shit. And all exactly.
0: Like, yeah. Exactly. So it's like everyone from on the floor to the cashier to you're saying the corporate office and all of that trickle down. It's-
2: we got that restaurants and a retail like joint, like the gap where I started my, right? my lucrative career in retail, which I still <laughs> am in. Uh, it. I mean, I would imagine it was The same same amount of people on the floor, stockroom, fucking floor, fucking managers. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: It's I just, mean, like, if you're in a stockroom, does that mean like you work in the kitchen? Like, how would yeah. you even compare this? You know, they're back like, of house. Right, right. no, no, yeah, no. You're, you're back of house.
2: Actually, a yeah, back of house. And, and and coming down here to Los Angeles from Oregon with nothing but a dance belt and a tube of chapstick and a dream. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I found that fucking getting a, a waiter job or anything in a restaurant was harder than getting an acting job. Um, and so <laughs> it was like the next totally. thing that I was advised was like, oh, baby, you got to go retail. Um, and like <laughs> I walked into the get, my first retail application after I gave up on the restaurant biz, which I – I, it's
0: not hard to give up here. It's this is a really tough place to get a restaurant job. is. Um, it really, is. Really, that's yeah. what
2: every, talked that's about what it every kid. New kid hey, you got a great look, kid, from fucking Omaha. You gotta get get out there in the pictures. Gotta become a waiter first. Gotta do it. Everybody, everybody has advised that. I know I know Meisner wrote about it somewhere. Um <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, it's it's very, very very competitive and and then and then you get stuck in it sometimes because and
1: obviously you like you hadn't done retail before like moving here from Oregon nothing of the sort this is your this is your first you were you were a no, retail yeah, virgin. the only
2: job I ever had like I, sure. I had to wash cars for an entire summer to buy my first car when I was fifteen you know what
1: I mean? absolutely yeah. how old were you when you got to LA
2: 18
1: oh okay a little, yeah. so a little baby yeah yeah, well, wet behind the ears.
2: An actor in LA saw me do a couple of monologues, and Mom was with me. We were just checking out LA to see if it was right for me. For me. The actor said that, uh, well, I was not expecting that. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this, and you this too, Mom. You can only be 18 once, and this good. And you need to move here, get an agent, start doing it because you can always go to school. And I'm like, Hell yeah. I look you at can mom always... and my ma- ma- mom's like, Really? I thought he was good. She's from Minnesota.
1: <laughs> She's from
2: Minnesota. So yeah.
1: And then you're like, Cut to. Cut. Like now you work at this, now you're here. Cut, and you like to, have yeah. to work at the gap. Cut
2: two, I, and. And, and, and when I walked into the gap after being like maybe five, five restaurants, Bump, 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 bump. Oh,
0: giving you the thumbs I, I wa- down. Okay.
2: I walked in and tall as Nathan Griggs with recently dyed blonde hair, six foot seven, if he's an inch, says, he just looks at me up and down. He said, you're hired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Which gap location yeah. were you at?
2: Uh... A little location called Beverly Hills on oh. Brighton Beverly. Oh. and
1: Beverly. And what year was this? Remind me.
2: 99.
1: Oh, damn. The Gap was super relevant this in 1999. So relevant. Was it? it was so was relevant. relevant. Those, yeah. It sh- was all like flat fronts and like swing dancing did commercials. Shirts
2: those shirts and- fit you well? Because we pinned those bitches. I didn't. I didn't. I I I worked the fitting rooms like it was my Jesus oh, Christ. Oh,
1: okay. So, I yeah. was the so, best at so can you start me a room? Can I start your room?
2: Yeah, can <laughs> I start your room? You, like I get right out the gate cuz was at the time of like capri pants and shit like this.
0: The capris back then, we now we see the men wearing the more flooded pant which now in <laughs> the two, 2020, well a little little shorter you know cuff if you will but yeah the capris yeah. they were not for me i'll tell you what that was not my look
2: yeah i, I, well, I it wasn't until i got my calf implants that i felt comfortable <laughs> i worked everywhere i worked, worked the floor and, and you know you had to go, go to the back when jacobo uh wasn't jacobo was such a sweetheart he was a denim specialist uh, and and we and and it was when we had the they they first came out with the Ooh. fucking the the, the he, headsets he, headsets so you're like yokobo uh I need uh, eighteen thousand uh, <laughs> pleated stone colored but ripped uh, jeans for Faye Dunaway say Faye who right Faye who away? Would say away what's <laughs> it you no, know but who, I mean you know who Dunaway is. Anyway,
0: but like it's it's a situation when you did. I remember this with the gap when you're like getting the right fit is serious business at the (laughs) the gym.
2: Like you're doing like,
0: you know, hostage negotiating where you're like, I need a size twenty eight. I need a 30 inch leg be in care- the fade. You know, I'm sorry. The different fades. Some have stretched, some don't. And you need someone in the back to procure those for me.
2: You go see, and- you get, just get the small, no matter what it's like. have you, I, I just want, I can only like endure, like 20 minutes of it. Cause it's like, it's like the worst lifetime movie with Ugh. unbelievable actresses in it. Actually one unbelievable actress. Uh, because every uh, garment at the Gap fits like Glenn, Close, Glenn Close's Glenn <laughs> shirts in hill, Hillbilly Elegy.
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. Please do not, uh, please do not spoil uh, that movie you know by I, comparing do you know spoil ill-fitting the shirts. Shirt
2: that you bought at TJ Maxx for I, I, won't I won't have it. I won't
1: have it. This is my podcast. I won't have it on my okay, podcast. Okay, Andrea, spoiler. Our clothes are just Uh, all too big Anyways Um, No I won't hear it I'm not listening (laughs) (laughs) I won't hear it I was saving this movie For a special time in my life Seriously Moving on though With retail specifically Like there's tiers of retail jobs So like not unlike back of house Versus front of house Which we kind of talked about before In the service industry And you make money based on Better ranking positions Right So whether that you're a cashier Or a retail service person
0: Or a supervisor Supervisor or manager
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. And so, yeah, the, the statistics that you look up, which is interesting to compare it like like a cashier kind of might be your busser slash slash dishwasher in the service industry because they are the lowest paid members of the retail workforce. It took me like
2: four months to figure out the POS system. And this uh, is this is this is such a sweet story. Uh, I I was it was one of my first times checking anybody out. At the cash rep And Uh, uh. it was my first time Checking anybody out And being back there period Without without taking off The sensor of leather pants Which I put on under my jeans And then steal them for 160 I call my (laughs) sensor of leather (laughs)
1: pants My vagina by the way (laughs) That's what I call my That's my sensor of leather pants If there's any in the vicinity (laughs) It goes out
2: Man, that's um, a that's a coot suit, riot. right? <laughs> um,
0: okay, so because we so, are so,
2: going to do it. A- no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish this interview. Oh, so, okay. So, so you as, are- as 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 I'm being i I'm, I'm not stealing. I'm not stealing any leather pants <laughs> at the moment. I'm I'm checking out the customers, um, and I I said to the gentleman, I I said, no, I'm, so sir, I have to tell you that I am. I'm a huge fan of you, and uh, you were an inspiration for me to come down here because uh, I'm trying to trying to do it. I think I think I can. I, and he and he says to his wife, "What? Oh no!" And his wife says, "No, you don't like Carl. You like Ron. You're thinking about our <gasps> son, Ron." Uh- was Carl- I know I was like, no, It's you Carl Reiner
0: Oh I love yeah. that Yeah. R.I.P R.I.P I know so soon Gone too soon even and, though we a very and, long full life
2: And then as I handed him the bag I, uh, I said I noticed you bought uh, some of the new uh, canary yellow capris Miss Reiner <laughs> Oh and I looked around and I said I'll have what she's having.
0: Ah, 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 ah. So you had your base pay and with the gap and other jobs like this was commission also a part of you, you know, upselling a bunch of jeans and khakis. And absolutely. Absolutely
2: not. Absolutely not. So no? okay. we, we were paid under six dollars an hour. Oh, wow. Like the 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 the. Uh, yeah, I'm. You know, I was raised well, but like this is the point I got to where I was like, I, I I'm i not to sell out my siblings, but I'm the I'm the one kid. I'm the most successful kid, and I'm the one kid who has paid anything. I, I went through my college fund that I never right. went to college with in a second. You know, like. And yeah. <laughs> I, I paid I paid everything back with and more to my folks um, because I, I hate that hanging over me. And, and
0: you did I, it with I, your I, gap and, wage is what you're telling
2: I did, me? I, with, the, with the gap wage, it got to the point where I did, I, I just didn't want to ask anymore. I was I was buying 65 cent bags of bread from Luisa's yes. Trattoria next door. For for lunch, dinner.
1: And then they like require you to wear all gap clothing that you have to buy
0: too, right? Isn't that like a thing?
2: Um yeah. I mean Okay. They basically let me set to give Let me set to up you. this
0: point real quick, David. Okay, so here's the thing. This is part of retail culture, especially <laughs> in clothing, that is really it's frightening and eye opening because you get paid so poorly, like mm-hmm. you just mentioned, especially yeah. especially in, in 1999, like Jesus, six dollars an hour. I literally, and then- I literally
2: wonder how what what like yeah, you know, fifteen years, twenty years later, what what the difference is. What like what ten?
0: It's I mean, up to maybe ten, ten,
1: twelve. Well, some, maybe because not the minimum wage hasn't raised very much. Not much. I mean, in California, it has. So you're getting it here, but there's lots of other parts in the country where like that six dollars an hour hasn't gone up very much in fucking twenty years. You know? Yeah. But what's a,
0: What's amazing for these jobs is you get paid so poorly, but then you have to adhere to the company culture, which involves you wearing their clothing, which right? Um, they might give you one nice discount <laughs> on your first item, but then right. it gets like pretty okay. choppy from there. Oh, baby girl, might-
2: baby girl, we got we got discounts at Gap, Banero. good Banana Republic, Old Navy, my favorite. Okay.
1: <laughs> right, right. But it's still fucked up to have to assume a certain lifestyle yeah. when you can't afford to live that lifestyle right. and you're selling it to people. Like, that's so fucked. Like, you know, with the service industry, like, generally, as far as restaurants, it's like we all have worked at fancy restaurants and you go through the rigmarole of that. But you can be like, you can, you just have to wear a uniform and you it- don't have to fucking look stylish and, you know. Sure. Like, like, yeah, or sure. keep up or keep up with trends in yeah. fashion. Yeah. I mean, you do have to look stylish, but in a different <laughs> way. Well, I think the thing is, it's like, you know, there's there's a side like the clothing side where you have to, like, adhere to a certain like lifestyle and look hip and trendy. But then there's the whole retail side where you're basically dressing like an Applebee server, you know, yeah. on the floor. Like, uh, let's talk about a few um, Foot Locker. Uh, right. Well, a ref- you dressed like a referee. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Can we
0: talk about your, like, which retail uniform just across the board what? makes you feel the worst for the employee? Because my, mine was Foot Locker. I feel so you, you terrible Foot for those. Is? Well wow. I feel I never did, but I just feel so bad for those fake referees selling I'm,
2: shoes. I'm a, I'm I mean, a, I'm a huge footwalker. sports fan, but I mean I you know I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm all state and shit. I was never gonna be a referee.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> that guy can't referees call called, those employees touchdown. can't make legit calls. Let's be honest. <laughs> um I mean Target to me, Target is like the that's like that's like an Applebee's uniform in my mind. They ruined you know? they ruined
0: <laughs> red and khaki, which never looked great together anyways. <laughs> yeah. They just made it worse, is <laughs> they, what you're. <laughs> they really did. Talking about a retail outfit, can we quickly describe what a blockbuster employee looked like?
2: Well, that that that's um, that's uh, that is a
0: blue short sleeve polo, yeah. a peak blend with maybe a, a bright yellow trim, because your work shirt looked like the boxes that the videos and DVDs we used to rent in person. That was the logo, and for you young women, Hollywood you Video as well. Hollywood yes. Video they also had
1: uniforms. They were all That's such an offshoot of retail too. That's like not it a. It's like it's retail, but it's it's like it's like up on its own pedestal, you know? <laughs> oh my god!
0: All right, so a lot in common with restaurant. You know, language, logos, the way you might address customers if you're at a corporate place or based yep. on the way an independent restaurant or bar might want you to talk to customers. Did the Gap have its own corporate language and retail <laughs> language that you used?
2: Well, it was like, welcome to Gap. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like anything. It's like you first. Okay. You, per, you, you make it your own. You know what I mean? Is there anything oh, gonna, cool. Is there anything I can help you with? Let me know. My name is David. That's that's really the. The that's kind of thing, and you that's know what? Great. You know what? It was so weird, like when you do that to when someone of note comes in, and I learned that a lot from a lot. When you're just doing your job, and people can be dicks, and like I'm never a dick. Like I'm. If someone comes up to me on the street, which is more than you'd think, like <laughs> two more than you'd think, and. Like, I'm asking for their number. What's their Facebook account? How can we stay in touch? And we're like, dude, we just wanted a picture. <laughs> um,
0: what type of salesperson were you?
2: I, I I was good unless I was hungover. Even when I was hungover, i do I do my fucking job. And I was, as I've been my entire life, brutally honest. Because, I mean, I lie for a living and tell the truth is a hobby. But it's like, if we're talking about clothes, <laughs> sweetie doll why are you in the gap in the first place? Okay.
0: <laughs> oh no, you worked at the gap and just threw shade. I mean,
2: Club Monaco is just like a couple steps up, but it is <laughs> like a mile up garment wise. You know what I mean? Um, but that's why I'd be honest in the fitting rooms. And then when, when I came back from Rockne, uh my huge Rockney tour, uh, I I rocked me like a hurricane. Shut up, David. Nice, um, nice. I I didn't have a job. I, I I wasn't on tour anymore, and Jessica had moved to anthropology, and I was like, "Can I get a job at Anthro?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." And I built the whole home side of the place, like the new rooms, Ooh. which was cool, like designing. I'm I'm a pretty good interior designer gang. And uh, once that was done, it was like, you're on the floor now, bud.
1: Nice. <laughs> no more no more backstage fun for you. Now you got to get back out there with, well, the, with the animals. You'd
2: be amazed because, you know, it was in the back <laughs> stage was the fitting rooms. And that's where I succeeded more <laughs> often than not. Sometimes we
1: just like you look great. Let me spray you with some perfume. Girl,
0: those pants. (laughs) We will end on this. Could you name upsides of having a retail job versus the downsides?
2: You should fucking see my jean and sweater wall. Sometimes I don't even want to get. Sometimes I don't even want to get dressed in the morning because it's immaculate. I don't want to ruin it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so a life skill you've taken away is insane. Like, the way you dress yourself is probably the way you learn to merchandise.
2: No, I mean... Uh, no, I'm- it
0: sounds like that. Don't argue with me. You are probably the king of folding.
2: Yeah. Especially if it's, you had and- it when, since
0: you were
1: 18 years old, right. you had these skills. Like, something tells me that, like, you're... And- yeah. I'm yeah. A, I'm a- Once you learn how to fold like that, you never forget, I'm sure.
2: And my, my junk drawer... Uh- Every, everything's at a right angle, so this has been going on a while.
0: There you There's go. There's a lot of like moving and shifting and tweaking and folding and like, smoothing.
2: Like discos that that's better. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the point where it's like 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 flicking the switch yet.
0: I'm, like you have to
1: unlock your closet before you like go into it, like a dressing room. <laughs> <you
0: know? laughs> well, David, thank you so much for making time to talk yeah, with David. us. I know that your retail experience is like a magical land well behind you, you know, but they are the jobs that shape us. And so many people have these jobs. Currently they did it as a starting point for, you know, and some people love retail. They stay there and they move up the chain. So it's really fun to talk about the connections between, you know, these two types of service where one is you're selling people sweaters you know, and the others were giving people entrees and drinks.
2: I can't, I, I'll bliss, bliss, bliss button with this, this very sweet story. Cause, uh, it's like two years, two years into alias, two years away from the gap, two years into Jesus. I I got my SAG card and I did learn how to hit marks from Tony award and Emmy award and Golden Globe award winning actors and JJ Abrams. And, and uh, Uh, Someone in my family gave me a Gap gift card for twenty (laughs) bucks. You
0: worked there. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yes,
1: that's good.
2: And I, I go into not just a Gap. I go into the Gap, my Gap, the Gap,
0: my Gap. Do it.
2: And the cutest, the little sweetest guy is behind the cash wrap, working it much better than me. And he was like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you Sark from Alias? I was like, yeah, dude. I am. To- oh, my God. Oh, my God. God I shouldn't. I shouldn't yell. No. Nah, I used to yell all the time. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, was like, I used to work here, dude. If I worked here. That was like two years ago. 18, it was amazing. 19, a little bit of 20, maybe. I don't know. And, and you, look
1: at you, and you're like, and you, you can go anywhere. Yeah, kid.
2: that's exactly what it was. I was like, what are you trying to do? He's like, something in the arts. It's like, well, I, you know, you, you have, just like you, keep
1: you, your, yeah. You
2: have such self doubt in, in anything, uh, entertainment and anything in this town. So just keep your eye on the prize and don't take and totally, you know, don't take if no if for an talk, answer.
1: You know, David, we talk a lot about uh, all the time about the, being in the restaurant industry and, you know, and we'll say it now, even in the retail industry shapes you to be a better human being mm. and to get your eye on the prize and interact with people that you may not have had in God, put, in, put been put in situations where you are, you're treated like shit, you're treated well, but no matter what, you have different perspective and it makes you a better human being. Right, right.
0: Bad customer experiences are not just for the service industry. As we all know, I think retail workers get punched down on way harder. Hey guys,
1: like, thank you again for listening. We hope you really enjoyed this retail part one. We'll have a second episode coming at you next week. It's been super fun, Brooke, like diving in to this, top, this wild, wild topic with David.
0: Uh- <laughs> And I'll, yeah, I'll get into it. And there are so many perspectives to cover. And we hope that this topic will like, you know, maybe get you guys interested in that part of your brain activated. Worry. If you also worked retail, let us know if you want to hear more about it. And we will see if that's some additional stuff we can work on for a Patreon or another podcast. Who knows? Well, you know what we say at the end of every episode and we'll say it again if we didn't already. Godspeed and good tips and clean lines and good commission
1: yes. yeah baby
2: and keep them up